Made in the Trade, 1990s Silver Surfer, number 35. Coming back after a long hiatus, Made in the Trade. Now, this episode is a little bit different because it's not, in fact, about a trade. This episode is going to cover just one comic book issue. That's one, which is part of a trade, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But the issue in question is Silver Surfer number 35. Now, many of you have been introduced to Thanos for the first time through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I wanted to give you the perfect direction if you are wanting to learn more about Thanos. And the trade known as the Rebirth of Thanos is definitely where I would point you to, but just one issue out of that trade is an even more concise introduction of Thanos, because what it is is Thanos explaining himself to the Silver Surfer who is meeting him directly for the first time. Those of you out there, you want to learn about Thanos as quickly as possible, that's where I'm going to point you to. It's not the first appearance of Thanos, and the reason why I'm not pointing you to the first appearance of Thanos, he made these very brief appearances at the end of stories that really didn't have a lot to do with him. He was supposed to be a puppeteer behind the scenes pulling the strings, and he slowly got introduced, and eventually he would fight the, the heroes directly. I wanted you to read an issue, Silver Surfer number 35, where Thanos is giving the description of himself to the Silver Surfer, which in all honesty is similar to what the Marvel Cinematic Universe watchers of Thanos are used to and what many people glommed onto as an understandable reasoning, albeit somewhat psychopathic. We start off the issue of Thanos sitting face-to-face with the Silver Surfer. This is the first time the two characters have interacted, so... You haven't missed any relationship of the two. Surfer has been told this guy is bad, but Thanos is going to make his own case for his place in the universe. Thanos invites him to step off of his board and onto Thanos' chair vehicle. Surfer is suspicious and warns him that any attempt to separate him from his board will not remove him from the power cosmic, a great power capable of rearranging molecules and destroying small moons. Thanos teleports himself and Surfer to a faraway planet, and in response, Silver Surfer blasts Thanos in the face with the full force of the power cosmic. No damage. This is huge. The Silver Surfer is one of the most powerful characters in the Marvel Universe, and Thanos is unaffected by his power. Thanos proceeds to make his case, explaining the importance of death for the sake of life. This is similar to how he explained himself to Gamora in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The universe has a limited amount of resources, and without death, life could not sustain itself. Thanos claims half the universe must die. This reasoning won over a lot of moviegoers and critics. Is this truly how Thanos feels, or is it a ruse to throw off a would-be adversary? Honestly, it's up to the reader. You can interpret this as he sees a universal truth, 
or that he is a genocidal psychopathic maniac who just loves to watch people die. In this story, he has transported himself and the Silver Surfer through both space and time, and in doing so has caused the Silver Surfer to inadvertently infect an alien race with a disease. Instead of stopping Thanos, the Surfer chooses to race back to the planet he has doomed 20 years in the past. The Surfer rearranges the cells in one of the creatures in order to grant it with a cure to pass on to the rest of its race. In just this one issue, we are introduced to Thanos' cunning, power, and his motivation. This is the greatest encapsulation of his character. Personally, I'm not just intrigued by Thanos' power and intellect, but the leeway he's been allowed to succeed by the editors. Yet another thing that intrigued movie audiences as well, Avengers Infinity War shows Thanos victorious at the end. Thanos being allowed to win is one of the reasons many critics have labeled him a protagonist. Interesting parallels to note. In this story, Surfer reflects on being told Thanos is as dishonest as the devil himself. The Marvel Universe devil, Mephisto, was first introduced as the Silver Surfer's nemesis. Also, Thanos claims death is essential for life to continue. This was also Reed Richards' main argument for preserving the life of Galactus, the source of Silver Surfer's power cosmic. And if you want to hear more about that trial, I can refer you to my Fantastic Four trade that I reviewed with Kevin White. Now, that's it. And you may have noticed, by the way, Alan's alone in this episode. Yes, uh, it's the first time I've reviewed just one individual comic book issue. And I wanted to try something new, see what you guys think about it. It's just me. You're welcome to come on to orlandopodcast.net or send me any other messages through the Facebook page. Let me know what you think of just me reviewing this comic book title by itself. Now, the next episode I will be recording is the entire rebirth of Thanos trade, which will include this, but I thought this would be a really good stepping off point. If you own the Marvel Unlimited subscription, if you have a subscription to Marvel Unlimited, if you have that app on your phone or your tablet, I invite you to check out Silver Surfer number 35 and read that story first. It'll give you a great understanding of Thanos as a character. And that next episode is coming right away, so please subscribe. <laughs>